The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 46 of 2022, and show number 1,151, if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue into November with a celebration of the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. Now, The Godfather is a 1972 film directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who wrote the screenplay with Mario Puzo, based on Puzo's best-selling 1969 novel of the same name. Now, the film stars Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, and a slew of other people, including like Robert Duvall and Diane Keaton. Now, Paramount Pictures obtained the rights to the novel for about $80,000, bargain by today's standards, before it gained popularity. Now, studio executives had trouble finding a director. Now, the first few candidates turned down the position before Coppola signed on to direct the film, but... Disagreement followed over casting several characters, in particular Vito and Michael. Filming took place primarily on location around New York City in Sicily, or sorry, and in Sicily, and was completed actually ahead of schedule. Now, the music score was composed by, uh, principally, actually by Nino Rota, with some additional pieces by Carmine Coppola. Now, The Godfather premiered on March 14, 1972, and was widely released in North America on March 24, 1972. It was the highest-grossing film of that year and was, for a time, the highest-grossing film ever made, earning between $251 and $291 million at the box office. 
Now, the film received universal acclaim from the critics and audiences with praise of the performances, particularly those of Brando and Pacino. The direction, screenplay, cinematography, editing, score, and portrayal of the mafia were actually also praised. The Godfather served as a catalyst for successful career of the uh, successful careers of Coppola and Pacino, and other relative new, newcomers to the cast and crew. The film also uh, revived Brando's career, which faltered in the 1960s, and he went on to star in other films such as The Last Tango in Paris, Superman, and Apocalypse Now. Now, at the 45th in, uh, Academy Awards, the film won Best Picture. Best Actor from Brando, and Best Adapted Screenplay for Puzo and Coppola. In addition, seven, seven, seven other Oscar nominations <laughs> include Pacino, Khan, and Duval for Best Supporting Actor, and Coppola for Best Director. Now, The Godfather is considered one of the greatest and most influential films ever made as well as a landmark of the gangster genre, and it spawned several other gangster films, spoofs, and knockoffs. For me, I actually haven't seen the film until just recently. I know, shock of shocks, how dare I be a film person and not watch and not see The Godfather. Well, it took me a couple of years, 50 for that, for that matter. But in any case, I did end up seeing the film and enjoyed it immensely. Now, Coppola believed that uh, Rota's musical piece gave, or sorry, Coppola hired composer Nino Rota to write the score for the film, including the love theme from God, The Godfather. Rota composed new music for the film and took some parts from his 1958 Fortunella film score. In order to create an Italian feel, and evoke the tragedy within the film. Originally, Paramount executives did not found the score to be too highbrow and did not want to use it. However, it was used after Coppola managed to get Evans to or to get producers rather to agree. Now Coppola believed that Rhoda's musical piece gave the film an even more of an Italian feel. Coppola's father, Carmine, created some additional music for the film, particularly the music played by the band during the wedding scene. Now, there was a soundtrack released for the film in 1972 on vinyl by Paramount Records, on CD in 1991 by Geffen Records, and digitally by Geffen in 19, or sorry, 2005. The album contains 31, more, 31 minutes of music that was used in the film, most of which was composed by Nino Rota, along with a song or two from Coppola, and one by Johnny Farrow and Marty Symes. Now, there is a rumor. I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to put it out there anyway. Apparently, there is supposed to be a release for the 50th anniversary that has yet to be officially announced. I don't know by whom, but I just know that there is a possible new release coming out with some additional music and that sort of thing. So we'll see. We'll see on that one. Now, after being nominated for an Academy Award for this score, the nomination was later revoked when it was discovered that Rota recycled a theme from a previous score, one he'd wrote two decades prior for the aforementioned Fortunella, and thus was no longer considered original despite being played differently. 
Now, the music I'll be playing today is from the 2000, well, actually from the MCA release, and I'll also be throwing in some music from a 2001 Silva America release. So here's some music from The Godfather as we celebrate 50, 50 years of the film. Back in a bit. comes true 
My darling, until I saw you I never felt this way And nobody else before you Ever has heard me say You are my one love My life I live for you I have but one heart To give to you Vicino Facim amore Ancora, ancora Feces passare Su mare nare Et in arezza Ma pallarezza My darling, until I saw you I never felt this way And nobody else before you Ever has heard me
with a little bit of music from the 1972 film that's The Godfather with music by Nina Rota and Carmen Coppola. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I am on Good Pods. Yes, a downloadable app for your phone and other type devices. So yeah, check me out there. Also, getting close to the end of the year, so I'd like to hear your take on, well, you know, pretty much any of the best of 2022. I can't believe we're really getting that we're really that close to the end of the year it's just one of those things that i just i just i i cannot not believe in any case welcome back to visions and sound as this week we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the godfather now the godfather it was considered a blockbuster breaking many box office records to become the highest grossing film of 1972 in its first five days of release, it grossed $6.8 million, taking its gross up to $7.4 million. However, just a week later, its gross reached over $17 million within one week, a gross of around $10 million being an industry record. News articles at the time proclaimed it was the first film to gross $100 million in North America. However, such accounts were exaggerated as... The rec that record act to The Sound of Music, which was released in 1965. Now, The Godfather remained at the number one spot for five weeks, bringing its total to 23 consecutive weeks at number one before uns being unseated by a film called Butterflies Are Free for one week before becoming number one for another three weeks. The success of The Godfather was assured. Now, writer Puzo had started writing a script for a sequel back in December of 1971, even before the first Godfather was even released. Its initial title was called The Death of Michael Corleone. Now, Coppola's idea for the sequel was to juxtapose the ascension of the family under Vito Corleone with the decline of the family under his, under his son, Michael. Now, Coppola states, and I quote, I had always wanted to write a screenplay that told the story of a father and a son at the same age. They were both in their 30s. I would integrate the two stories in order to not to merely make Godfather over again. I gave Godfather 2 this double structure by extending the story in both the past and the present. Coppola originally wanted Martin Scorsese to direct the film, but Paramount refused. Now, Nino Rota and Carmine Coppola returned for the score to the second film. Uh, this time, though, <laughs> Nina Rota and Carmine Coppola won the Academy Award for Best Original Dramatic Score. So here is some music from the 1974 film, The Godfather 2, as we're celebrating 50 years of The Godfather.
and with a little bit of music from Godfather 2 here on the show on Visions and Sound. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsandsound.ca, where the show will appear in uh, about two hours' time. And uh, I'm also on Good Pods and uh, Apple Music. And Good Pods is a downloadable app for your phone or other type device. And uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can download iTunes if you really want to as well. I just wanted to throw in before I move on to the next setup here for Godfather 3 that I actually did attend the, uh, uh, as I said, I would the, um, the, uh, Murdoch mysteries concert tonight. Now I was impressed first of all at just, um, how really cool. And if you ever get a chance to do it, I will say this, go in and watch a live to live orchestra to a picture because you will not be disappointed. It was so cool to see um, it played live and it was just, it was just, it, it was mind boggling um, watching the, watching the players, watching the conductor, watching the timing. And then of course they did a, the, a, a earlier in, in the, in the show, Robert Carley comes out and he talks about his process and how he, how he does it. Now I interviewed him. But he's on stage and he's doing it almost as if he's like a, um, um, a player, uh, piano player for, for like an old vaudeville house that's showing a movie and he's playing the, the live to the, it was, it was so cool to watch. It was so great. I'm so glad that I got a chance to go. And, uh, like I said, look forward to February. I know that's a bit, it seems a bit off, but look forward to February as uh, definitely Harry Potter music will be featured on the show, but also featured at the KW Symphony. Now, for those that are listening outside of the area, if you get a chance for your local symphony orchestra, um, go to these events, support them, but also go to these events because if you're a fan of this music, you'll become more of a fan of this music. (laughs) But trust me on that one. All right, so welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. Now, Coppola felt that the first two films had told the complete uh, Corleone saga. He attended part three to be kind of an epilogue uh, to the first two films. A dire financial situation caused the failure of One from the Heart, a Coppola film from 1982, and compelled him to take up Paramount's offer to make a third installment. Coppola and Puzo preferred the title The Death of Mark Michael Corleone, but Paramount found that unacceptable. The Godfather Part 3 received yeah, generally positive reviews, albeit not the same, not to the same extent as the earlier two films. Critics praised Pacino's performance and the screenplay, but criticized the convoluted pot, plot and Sofia Coppola's performance. So here is some more music from God, or here's some music rather from Godfather three, as we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Godfather.
And before we get into a little bit more of the uh, music from Godfather 3, I thought I'd take a little bit of a moment here and welcome you back to the show just for a second. Now, Godfather you wouldn't think of with video games, but surprisingly, a side-scrolling shooter, The Godfather, from 1991, was the first video game based on the series. The Godfather, the game, in was uh, in 2006, was based on the first film. Now, Duvall, Khan, and Brando supplied voiceovers and their likeness for, for the game, but Pacino did not. Um, the Godfather 2, from 2009, was based on the second film, a mobile game, The Godfather Final Family, rather, Family Dynasty, from 2017, was released for iOS and Android devices. Now, the 2006 video game is based on the, of course, on the 1972 film. The game follows a non-canon character, Aldo Trapani, who is recruited into the uh, Colleone family and works his way up the ranks while seeking revenge against his father's killers. Now, the story of the game intersects with the film on numerous occasions, depicting major events from Aldo's perspective or showing him performing actions that happened off screen. Now, although the game was condemned by Francis Ford Coppola, who claimed Paramount never told him about its, his, its development or asked his input, like I said, it does feature the voice, voice acting from several actors. Like I said, James Caan, um, Robert Duvall, Abe Vigoda, Marlon Brando also recorded dialogue as Vito Corleone in what would actually be his final acting job. But unfortunately, his ill health made it almost most of his recordings unusable. Now, the game for or the music for the game was partially written by a composer by the name of Ashley Irwin. Now, I actually thought that I had lost these these record this recording, but uh, I was able to find it <laughs> and just in time for the show so here is some of edwin or ashley irwin's music from the 2006 godfather the game back in a bit Thank you. 
Now I do like to throw in a little surprise from now every now and again. So I'm glad that I'm hoping people out there appreciate the uh, the Ashley Irwin score, a little bit of the Ashley Irwin score from The Godfather: The Game from 2006. So I'm going to continue on with a little bit more music from from the uh, um, the the Godfather Three, and then I will be back to wrap up the show in just a little bit. So back in just a little bit.
And well, that's all for me this week. I hope you have enjoyed and uh, glad. I'm really happy that you stuck around. Now, Coppola stated that he and Puzo had discussed the potential of a fourth installment. The fourth film was intended to be a prequel and a sequel told in a similar narrative to part two. Many actors were rumored to be cast, including Robert De Niro, Andy Garcia, Talia Shire, were all suggested to be reprising their roles. Now, Leonardo DiCaprio was discussed as being cast as a young Sonny Corleone. In June of 1999, The Hollywood Reporter had reported uh, a fourth film was in the works with Garcia in the lead role. Now, Garcia has since claimed that the film script was nearly produced, but following Puzo's death in July of that year... um, Coppola decided to retire the film series indefinitely. The estate of Puzo had sought to keep Paramount Pictures from producing the film based on the family Corleone. Um, Now resolved, Paramount has gained the rights to make more Godfather films, although to this date, none have been announced. Well, that's all for me this week. Thanks for hanging around those that did. As we continue into 2022 and almost coming to the end, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anybody tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there who care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me sometimes to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the huge support 
of people of a team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of emergency, please call 911 for immediate assistance. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention Depression Hurts Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE-247, and here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as we continue into November with a celebration of the 60th anniversary of Lawrence of Arabia. Jason Drury will be joining me as well, so that'll be great. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from, well, you've been listening to a little bit of it, a 2001 release of the music of the Godfather trilogy. And we'll be back next week with more Visions in Sound.